Hello, internet. Welcome back to the Feather Pod. This is episode index twenty three, and I'm joined with my good friend Mitch. Mitch, how's it going? Hey, David. What's up? We're going really well, really well. What about you? Nice. I'm also doing really good. I have some really exciting news to share. But first, you know, just a quick, you know, overview of this episode. We're gonna talk about Dart three as Google I/O is just coming, you know, very soon. It's it's gonna happen May the tenth. Honestly, they they should have picked a better date, like May the fourth. You know that that'll be a better name. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we will be you know making an episode right after that next week. So stay tuned. And there's gonna be a lot of great news, a lot of further news specifically. So, but this week we're gonna like look forward to that. And also, I'm gonna share something really cool that that's about Instaboard. I'm gonna show it right here for the for the video, you know, viewers. There we go. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about this in the previous episode that I've been participating in the pitch competition. I was super lucky that I ended up winning second place. It's not really winning, but I ended up getting second place, <laughs> and the prize money was ten thousand dollars, which was, which felt like a lot to me for Instaboard, you know. But yeah, I'm gonna talk about this later, in the in the yeah. But stay tuned. <laughs> All right, let's but 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 let's talk about the interesting stuff. Let's talk about Dart three because yeah, Google IOs is is mm. right at the corner and. There's some really interesting features coming at Dart, coming coming in Dart three or coming with Dart three. There's a nice medium article that was posted by the Dart team a while ago, but it, it pretty much covers all of the the new Dart's feature, which includes mostly. I'm just gonna summarize here that it's gonna include records. So there's gonna be a new type called records, which is a type that you just you can just it's like kind of a class that you can just create on the fly. And pattern matching, which is you know really cool. A lot of languages have that, and or, or I guess it's kind of a cool thing borrowed from like functional programming. And then there's different class annotations. So we got interface class, space class, final class, sealed class, mixing class, bunch of classes that you can now do. And then you have some other changes, including some new platforms, including WebAssembly. Dart is now trying to target Web WebAssembly. And also that for Dart three, Dart will officially have a hundred percent null safety code. So they're they're gonna drop out. They're gonna drop all legacy code, which means that the machine code that Dart now compiles to will be like way smaller in size because you know just by dropping out, that just by not having to support, I guess, legacy code. So. Yeah, bunch of exciting updates. I guess I'm gonna start with the records because、uh, that is something really interesting that I, I saw from a lot of like other languages, like Python mostly. So how how record how records work is that you can sort of create this temporary class, and I guess the most useful like use case that you're gonna probably use gonna use it is to have a function to return multiple values. So,、mm. the way you probably are doing it right now is either that you,、oh. yeah, either you just don't return multiple values because that's kind of a hassle, or that you just you have a class, you make a separate class, and that class has you know, like more than one values, which is which is which、mm. is okay, you know that that works. However, the 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 downside of that is that people are lazy. You know, I don't want to write a class for every single function. 
and it's also it's it's hard to name you know name classes. So so yeah, having this record record class definitely helps. Mm. Oh, I get it. That's what it is.、Mm. And、uh, to be honest, though, I I was honestly a little bit disappointed by this because I thought that there was gonna be some optimization going on, but turns out、mm. that this is just a class, I guess, behind the scenes. Which is not、yeah. really good for GC because、mm. if you were to have a function, you know, returning a, let's say if you had a function returning a value, that's gonna be、yeah. that's gonna be just a value, right? But if you had a function returning a a a class, you're probably gonna be disposing that class like right after you use it,、mm. uh, and that's gonna cause a lot of stress on the garbage collector. Uh, and、mm. I assume, <laughs> because you're just like if you had all your functions be returning, you know, these record classes now. That、uh, if you call a function like a million times, then it's gonna create so much garbage that <laughs> it's gonna be, you know, just creating objects and then like discarding objects. So the Dart garbage collector is gonna do some real work. However, I feel like Dart's performance is already so good that you don't really have to worry about this too much. So yeah. Wow, this record record thing is is kind of cool. <laughs> It's like, yeah. yeah, like would you would you be would you be using yeah? Because you're just kind of too lazy. If you were in a case where you're too lazy to just make a separate class, you just want a、mm-hmm. quick function and just <laughs> give me、yeah. multiple values and stuff. Well, can you explain? I remember we were talking about this last time. The pattern pattern matching. Yeah, I'm trying to find the. Yeah, can you just like talk about that? Like, what 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 is this? Yes, so. Pattern matching is sort of borrowed from, I guess, like functional programming, which is kind of cool. It's like switch case, you know, switch statements on steroids.、Yeah. So,、uh, normally, if you have a switch case, right, switch statement, you just switch on a value, let's switch on a variable or switch on something, and be like, oh, is is that? It, it, let's say you switch on a number, a switch or a string. Let's say let's say, let's say a string. If the string is apple, then you can do that. If string is like banana, you can do whatever this. So, you know that's good, that's useful. But let's say if you had an like a like a class, or if you had an object, that object could be different things. What you used to have to do is that you can you you have to write a bunch of if else statements, trying to trying to try to decipher. I guess if this va- if this object is a student. Then like you get student dot GPA blah blah blah. If that、yeah. object is a teacher, you do teacher dot doing whatever stuff. So you used to have to do that, but now with record or with pat pattern matching, you can directly match that object into different cases. So if this or you can write sort of sort of like、mm. a really pretty switch, I guess、mm. statement, like if. If this matches this pattern, which is you know a type of ob- object, do that, do whatever.、Mm. And there's an advantage of doing this pattern matching, I guess synta- syntax,、uh, is that you you can even like expand an object if that makes sense. So like if a student has a name and a GPA, then you if if you if you have an object that matches to that student, the syntax would already provide you. The variable name and GPA, so you、mm. don't have to do student dot name student dot GPA. You you already have、mm-hmm. that by just matching to the pattern,、yeah. uh, which is cool.、Mm. This is especially especially helpful when you have like inheritance. You, you know, if you have a class that、mm. has a bunch of sub subclasses, bunch of like other types of those classes,、yeah. 
and you just match that, which is like I I feel like it, 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 that could be really helpful. Mm, We're looking yeah. at the. I just wanted to make sure. Like, are we looking at the same medium article with the switch statement thing with the calculate area? Like, yeah. are you looking at that medium article? Mm, yes. So is it? So it's like a switch statement, but without having the cases. It's just like you just. It's just already they have the cases in there, kind of thing. Yeah, if you look at yeah, that's exactly yeah, then exactly what it is. If you look at like languages like Haskell, you know, like Racket, those like programming or sorry functional programming languages they already have this it's actually mm. pretty helpful so it's nice that right. dart now has this okay record records and pattern matching oh, oh yeah what was this sorry last what's a sealed class mm. what does this mean yes heard of this before oh let me let me just go through the section a little bit just like to provide some context yeah, please um yes. So I saw this discussion in uh, on Dart's GitHub earlier, but so they wanted to sort of add annotations to class declarations. So normally, when you declare a class, when you define a class, let's say, you just write class, blah blah blah, your class name, and then you can do extends, <clears throat> implements, and then with mixins, you can, this is the syntax. The most that you can do annotation wise like you can annotate this class by saying that this class is an abstract class right that's how you can that that's the only way you can annotate that class because and, and what that means is that you can no longer instantiate a new object from you know that class if that class is an abstract class it's kind of like java right so they want to do more with that so now you can extend or i guess like modify or you know annotate that class further so now you have different five different you know class annotations and they are interface class which cannot be extended and that's an interface you know that makes sense and base class and base class it says it, dis it disables implicit interface so cannot be implemented i honestly this is the, the one thing i'm kind of confused about like i don't see the use case of this but <laughs> but uh, i guess yeah, I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> and there's a fi <laughs> final class cannot extend, implement, or mix in with the other class. So that, that class, you make sure that that is already done. So mm. that, that's kind of what the final keyword means. And and sealed class, that's sort of like, it's like it cannot be instantiated, right? It's like just like abstract. Uh, mm. And it's also final. So that that means you cannot really like change it. But I guess the, the proposal, the value proposition of this class is that you can pretty much use this class to take advantage of the property of a switch statement being like you can rely on the analyzer to check for you that you have actually handled for every single case so like hmm. so let's say you know how you know Fl flutter loves to like flutter loves inheritance if you look at like the flutter framework code everything like it's inheritance yeah. all the way. <laughs> yeah. Like they just do like like you know text text field is it inherits like editable text editable text inherits <laughs> this inherits that which inher eventually inherits to like widget <laughs> and you know like container inherits like well blah, blah 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 inherits like like render render object well, I don't really know I'm just making these up but like the point point being like they love inheritance but how do you really know like if you want to actually check that oh this thing is a widget. 
I wonder what kind of widget this is. I want to like check for every single case. Uh, now you can do that because now you can just rely on the analyzer or the compiler to tell you that if if you actually handled every single case for this class, mm -hmm. for this like sort of, you know, this class, this sealed class. So yeah, what mm -hmm. is, this will be really good. And then there's the mixing class, which can be actually used as a mix-in. And the mix-in is sort of like an add-on. You can like have that class to be an add-on to another class. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yes. And then so the breaking change after that was there's going to be 100%, <clears throat> excuse me, 100% null safety now. Mm hmm. Hmm. Just cool. There's, it's like dot three, and we'll have more on the. So, in the, you were saying in the Google I.O., when that happens next week, we're not going to get anything. Like, we already know every all the changes in terms of for Dart 3 already. Yes. For for Dart 3, you already know all the changes. It's been in, in alpha, in beta the whole time. Um, right. And yeah. So, about Google I.O., I feel like the exciting things are going to be, you know, exciting things are going to be going to be further updates. But specifically, I'm really excited about just WebAssembly progress. Um, mm, yes, and I feel like Flutter is really at a critical point right now where it's like really gaining popularity. Mm. People see like the potential of Flutter, but the problem is that it's like a halfway there product, you know, <laughs> like, mm. uh, like I feel like Flutter is great at doing a lot of things, but it's not, it's not living to its promise yet. Like what, mm. what, what Flutter, like Flutter's promise it's, it's supposed to be that you can just write your code once and then mm. you de you deploy it and like you can deploy it on just every single platform. Right? Like you can have your app to be running on just every platform and to be like ideal. It's not like a hacky product. Because if you're like, if you're a business owner and you want to deploy an app, you wouldn't use Flutter Web right now if you just want one on the website because Flutter Web is sort of like, like eh, you know, like there's a lot of problems with it. Unless you're using Flutter, Flutter or sorry, Flutter Web with a specific use case, you're just using it as a web app, like as an interactive web app. It doesn't really make sense if you want to have a website. And mm. I don't think that's what the Flutter team is really shooting for now. Right now, the Flutter team is actually trying to shoot for like a full on you know, replacement for, I guess, like, or not, sorry, I shouldn't say replacement, but full-on, you know, viable option as of, like, for, for web dev. They want to make sure yeah. Flutter has, like, you know, totally viable option for that. So the, the, the problem is that right now Flutter isn't a viable option because, you know, tons of issues. So I feel like this, this Google I.O. is going to say a lot of things for the future of Flutter just by seeing, like, how much progress is actually being done the the other day i saw a post on twitter it was i think it was the guy the flutter the project manager for flutter web the guy he actually spoke at wasm io the web assembly mm. conference and he posted a picture or, or a selfie of like the flutter web team and it was like five guys <laughs> it was like five <laughs> guys. i was like this that, that is way smaller of a team than i thought yeah right 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how i feel yeah. about that honestly it, put, it puts it into perspective yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i thought it's gonna be like at least like 10 people i guess they do rely on like community support but 
still like mm. I don't think community support can really you know dig into the, the I guess internal parts of Flutter Web too much. Yeah, it gotta yeah. be relying on like the core members. So yeah. a little bit worried about that. We gotta we'll be seeing Flutter you know Flutter Web Wasm happening on Google I/O. Uh, mm. happening in google io yeah super excited about that um, yeah that that is that is exciting especially every anytime there's a sort of just change in the trajectory of like the future of flutter web and like hence like flutter and all that that's kind of i'm finding this very interesting just always like li- you know listening to the updates with this so yeah uh-huh. guys let us know the, let us know in the comments as well we'll be talking about as david mentioned after Google I.O., we'll have an episode right after that to discuss it. So stay tuned for that as well. But David, you had a you said you had a school project that you had some Dart-related school project. Like, what was that about? Oh, yeah, that, that is actually really cool. So this quarter, <laughs> I had, I'm taking a class called Compiler, Compilers, mm. which this <gasps> class is super cool that we don't have, like, we don't have tests, we don't have exams, we don't have, we're like, we got quizzes, but like, it's only worth like 10% and literally... It's like free credits because we can like resubmit the quiz and the quizzes are the same. But but the entire <laughs> class is just a huge project. We just keep on yeah. keep working on this huge project, which is a compiler for or like a skimmed down version of C. Mm. Uh, so we would write this compiler and then we first make it to compile to LLVM, which is like an intermediate representation. LLVM would compile to like assembly. A lot of languages mm. actually target LLVM like Swift and Rust. So we first do that, and then later on, we're going to actually compile it to, like, x86 or ARM assembly. But anyways, the class was super cool. We get a lot of freedom, and one of them being that we get to choose whatever language we use for the project. Ooh. So, so yeah, I was I, I saw that, and then I was like, oof, should I, should I choose Dart? Because I always <laughs> wanted to use Dart for something other than Flutter, because I, I think that Dart is a great language. I think like mm-hmm. Dart is like a really cool, you know, very good general general purpose language. It's it's fast and it's like versatile. The syntax is syntax is good. I want to use Dart, right? So eventually decided to use Dart. So I I had to like convince my teammate. Obviously, obviously <laughs> I had a teammate. He doesn't have too too big of a preference. His only like he was just thinking about like oh like if I use a pop- popular language that'd be better. Like if I wanted to like prepare for interview for jobs. And then mm. I was like, mm, Dart might not be popular. <laughs> mm. So yeah, and we use Dart. And the project is, or it's, it's been going, we've been working on it for like a month. But it, we definitely, we, I, I feel like we have definitely like taken advantage of a lot of great things in Dart. And there's also things that are like not as good. However, the biggest thing that I'm I don't like about can actually be solved by pattern matching. Um Ooh. because we <laughs> like <laughs> we're working on compilers, so we have to first of all make the C code into like an abs- abstract syntax tree. And then that is being represented by a bunch of different classes. So we want to like pattern match that class, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we whenever I see an object, we want to pattern match it. But right now we just have to do it in like a big if like if else else if statement mm. like ugly as heck super bad uh so mm. i'm excited to actually see pattern matching i actually yeah you know i want to i want to do this i want to like 
just switch to Dart 3 and just try this. So, like, after this podcast, oh, well, after this podcast, oh, I'm going to edit this podcast. But after editing, I'm going to switch to Dart 3 and I want to try it out just to see how it is. That's well, gonna... wow. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Just just real quick. I mean, obviously, it's like an entire class. But just real quick. What? I know, like, the like when you said you have to make a compiler, like, what does that even... Like I, I did look that up as well because I'm mean, obviously the compiler. Like when you, you know, execute your code and stuff. But like, what are you actually doing? Like, how do you? Like, it yeah. sounds so interesting. Like a compiler. I never even thought about like, well, a class on compiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like really cool. <laughs> it's actually a lot of. It's not. It's not like comp or it's it complicated, but it's not. It's not intelligently difficult. I guess it's not like. Like it's not like rocket science. It's you just you just do you just you know your work is split into some like some just some steps. First of all, you just made the code that at the the input code. You know the code you want to compile. You transform that into like a tree representation. That step is already being done by like third party tools. So like yeah. Antler, there's a there's a, there's something called Antler that that will do that. And that mm. has like a Dart integration. So there's it's actually on like pub.dev. It's actually pretty mm. cool. Antler. <laughs> you, you should you guys should check it out. But anyways, after that, the you you look at that tree and you perform like a t- type checking on that and you make sure things are right. And after that, you just look at the tree again uh, and create a control flow, what's called a control flow diagram from that. You yeah. just, you know make the foundation for generating the assembly and after that you just go through the compi- go through the control flow diagram you generate assembly <laughs> right so that's, wow, that's those are that's the, steps. Cool. <laughs> the steps but to use dart for this i was actually super interested in just seeing how dart works on you know a project that includes a lot of different i guess just data flowing around yeah, and this is definitely a lot more complex than a Flutter app usually requires because for an app, usually things just things are pretty simple. They're just like business logic. Mm. User presses this, that happens, this happens. You know, like really simple. But for 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 the compiler project, there's a lot of recursion. Um, you know, mm. data flowing around, and we want to make sure make that as a nice experience for us. You know, we could have done this. Like anybody could have done this compiler project in any language. There are people using Haskell, using Java, Python. There are people using Go, people using C plus plus. I know one person that's using C plus plus, having a miserable time. <laughs> but but yeah, just a bunch of but bunch. You, you can do it anyways. But how? Like I just I was just curious, like how nice of an experience Dart could mm. really give give us. And I felt like mm. Dart is definitely an A plus language because it it I it's definitely gave us like. A way better experience compared to other people who are using yeah. like C plus plus and Java. <laughs> yeah. Right. With Dart, things mm. are so nice, and we get so much, or we get so much less bugs just because of t- mm. the null safety. Uh, yeah. And null safety is really useful in the language, and I feel like Dart really, really has really nailed null safety, and it has mm. way better typing type, I guess. Has a way better type system than TypeScript because TypeScript or TypeScript's types could be like fairly or more complicated and could be like less appealing. But Dart's yeah. type is really simple. All you need, it it got all you need. So yeah, right. I really like that. 
Well, yeah. that's 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 like a really that's very interesting. Like your compiler project, you use Dart, and then you were saying about the <laughs> the pattern matching. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I want I want to try that right after this, and that would definitely encourage yeah. you guys to use Dart for like your own products other than Flutter. It's a great language. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if anyone listening has used Dart for anything else that's not Flutter, yeah, let us know. That's 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 an interesting point. I like that. Yeah, and then because yeah, the cool for me, is... <laughs> oh sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say for me, yeah, I only know about Dart through Flutter. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. me too, me too. But the coolest thing about entire this entire like I guess using Dart for compilers is that yeah. after we made, I guess we're as we're making the compiler, uh, and we're supposed to demo it, and that's how we get credit for this class. And uh, I was like, wow, I already have this Dart code that takes, you know, input and then generates, you know, that does this project. I could yeah. I, I could have just made a Flutter project and then used this Dart, you know, package pretty much. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, I just like made a Flutter like app. So I pretty much made this IDE in like five minutes. It was like, yeah. you just have to, inst- you know, add Flutter <laughs> to this project. And then there's already like code editor that other people made that's published on on pub pub.dev. Yeah. Just add that and then add the run button. It's so easy to make a file. <laughs> <laughs> and we, wow. we get like the nicest or the most nice front like I guess like demoing because we we literally have an IDE for this language and it's like visual and <laughs> yeah, <nice> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we've been already talking for 30 minutes. So just real quick, let's talk about your, the most important, I mean, you know, the most exciting thing, I guess, for me, the Insta board. <laughs> you won. So David had a pitch competition and he won. Well, he, I mean, he came won. second, which to me <laughs> is like, that's winning. <laughs> and and you got $10,000. Like, that's like some real validation. That's, how, yeah. how, did, how does that, how did you feel when that, when, you know, you won? How did you feel? Yeah, obviously I feel super happy, but yeah. uh, show us honestly, again. Show us the thing. Show us the. Show oh us yeah. The check. Show us the <laughs> full had, check. I had this thing. Wow. That I was gonna show off. We got the Instaboard text. And wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and the ten thousand dollars. Well, that's that's like something like you just like put it a stick it on your wall. You know what I mean? Just like it's like motivation <laughs> every day. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the HBO show called Silicon Valley? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they they have, also yeah. got, they also got that check, but but anyways, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah like uh, we the the way that we did this pitch or this entire competition is that we submitted our yeah. our applications and then the judges there were like forty or something or fifty applications and then the judges would mm. pick like fifteen or fourteen I forgot the number teams to be like the finalists. And the finalists had like yeah. 20 days sort of to, to prepare a pitch or actually maybe like a month to prepare a pitch mm. if they haven't done so yet. And the they they would, you know, pitch it to like a panel of judges and then the winners decided like just later that day. So what I did was that I, I first did a pitch to like a practice. They offer a practice session. So I did that pitch the first time and the feedback was like, not good they're saying that oh, they didn't really understand it and yeah but mm. they gave they gave me like a lot of really good feedback mm. and then for some reason so so they they told me that you know they gave me a lot of feedback the but it was it wasn't really good so i was like kind of bummed out and then i was like you know like i i was a little disappointed 
So I, I didn't work for like a week, just sort of taking it slow and thinking about this. But then afterwards, I sort of reala realized mm. that the feedback that they gave me was actually super valuable. And I, I was mm. super excited and I wanted to present this again, but in like a way better way. And I took their feedback and like modified this. Mm. And I got like super, super excited in preparing like the second presentation. And I think I did really well on that. But the thing is, I didn't change the product at all. Mm. All I changed was the pitch and how I, how I phrased it. Mm. And that made all the differences. So, so yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of that, you know, they, they, they say that Steve Jobs had this like reality distortion field. And I figured yeah. like how that is, is pretty much, you don't change the product really. You, you just, it, it, all that matters or uh, the product matters as well. But w what really matters in this pitch competition is, mm. is just how you tell the story. Yeah. I, I feel like I learned a very big lesson there. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was super happy after, you know, no, after the prize was announced, but I, I just felt really relieved because I, I feel like I would have been really like, I guess, disappointed and shocked if I didn't get a prize and I'll be like, you know, disappointed and then I will be disencouraged. <laughs> mm, so yeah, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that yeah. I, I got the prize money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, congrats. Like, I, I mean, when you said you were going to do that, I had confidence, even though I don't know what the other teams are doing and stuff. I just had confidence because you had a real product. You know, sometimes like, it's like what you said about, like, you didn't change the product, but like, mm. you sort of changed the way you spoke about it that's mm -hmm. I, that point so interesting because i've had similar experiences as well like when i just sell stuff online sometimes i'll have the same product like mm -hmm. some code or whatever but like I, if i package it in a different way or like change up the text or like you know, change, <laughs> make it look pretty or whatever it's actually the same product but like but then like people like start buying it more i was like oh it's the same thing but then yeah there is that element to that sales part of it right so i'm so curious what was the feedback that they gave you like between yeah. the first pitch and second pitch what did they say yeah the first pitch they were saying that the value proposition wasn't enticing enough like wasn't really mm. enough for them to pay money so i, I the the product i was pitching was instaboard ai mm. and previously i was just babbling about you know i guess features which was really missing the point right. that I need to pitch the problem so that I don't need to sell the product. Mm, so yeah. they were telling wow. me, yeah, they gave me a really good point there. They were like, you know, like what, like I, I like they were, they were like, you know, didn't really understand too much, but like from what I, what you know, they were saying that from them, what they were seeing, it almost seemed like having the board is like not having to, not needing to have like employees. Because the the in, in support could serve as like a meeting mm. secretary almost like a creative or something something like that, so yeah, so I just incorporated mm. that in my second pitch, and I worked really mm. hard hard on the presentation or on like the actual presentation like slides like I used mm. powerpoints and like did all these like animations, and, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah made it really like I really wanted to make it to be reality reality distorting like like steve jobs like, yeah trying to, yeah. <laughs> trying to like, you know create a stage presence. so I, wow. I i actually really enjoyed it just really enjoyed the pitch 
I was really nervous before it, but mm. as soon as I started, I just felt the urge of like showing this off, and yeah, was, from from then on, it was just very, it, it was just not like, like it was just very smooth. It was just natural, naturally flowing yeah. because I just wanted to just show this. Hmm. Yeah, you know, just on on that, that that's really interesting. You when you were saying how like when. You, you'd be nervous like i would have that as well when you try to have to pitch something and then you like prepared your pitch and stuff and then like you feel nervous right before you have to pitch you know it's funny i had this experience when i was like teaching like in front of a class like i used to just do one-on-one tutoring and mm. then like i eventually had to like start taking classes of like 20 kids and stuff whoa and I then know that. What, and then what I, and then what's funny is if it was if the class was about a topic that I was very confident about, mm-hmm. I wasn't nervous to be in front of other people. But then if it was about a topic I had to teach that I wasn't as confident about, I would feel very nervous about mm-hmm. standing in front of people to talk. And so what was funny is it actually had nothing to do with public speaking. It mm-hmm. actually actually had more to do with your confidence in what you're kind of presenting. So for example, mm-hmm. like yes. with, with, with your thing, and even I remember I've had experiences when I was trying to pitch something that actually I hadn't made yet. Uh-huh. And so, like, because it's like you know, like, I don't even believe in what I'm talking about. It's like you feel nervous, and you feel like you have to put on this bravado, like full, like planned out, amazing script. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas, like, for you, like, even if you were nervous, as soon as it started, you actually had like a legitimate product that you can fall back on. So you're not lying or anything. You're just telling it <laughs> how it is, right? So it's like that's the that's that's the ultimate confidence. You know, you actually have this thing to talk about. It's like. Yeah, you don't have to make anything up. Like, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, now that's that sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was definitely it's it was definitely interesting. Yeah, I was super nervous before the pitch, but like as soon as it started, I just had the urge of like showing this and like flexing. <laughs> I just had the urge because yeah, I, I yeah. heard flex a lot it, of yeah. flex <laughs> in the presentation. Yeah, but yeah, that 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 actually went a lot better than all my previous practices. I was like timing myself, but I was like nervous for getting lines. But like you know, mm. I didn't know that I could have like, you know, did did like, I didn't yeah. know I could have gone so smoothly, <laughs> yeah, uh, on on the actual stage. But but yeah, wow. I think with the with the money, I could do a lot of things I want been wanting to do. Ooh. I wanna I wanna sign up for Stripe Atlas. Uh, so I wanna incorporate Instaboard, uh, get form mm. a LLC corp. That that that's super expensive. That's like five hundred bucks, and then like that's for the mm. first year, and then the second year is like a hundred dollars every year. But yeah, I can do that now, and mm. also I want to, yeah, I want to start doing more, I guess like digital, or just like you know marketing more advertisement. I've been experimenting yeah. with uh, App Store search ads, and that's been super effective actually. Ooh, yeah, App Store search ads. You should actually try it out. Like, if if you had an app that you want to like, actually like promote it, the cost yeah. per install is actually pretty cheap. For Instaboard, the cost per install is like a quarter dollar. A quarter a dollar, like twenty five cents a dollar. Yeah, twenty five cents. Right, right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, twenty five cents. Yeah, that, per, per Oh, yeah. The App Store as well. Yeah, the App Store is its own ecosystem. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the and I feel like I actually prefer that like way more than other like Reddit for Reddit ads. I used to have to pay ten cents for per per click. But but like 
an app install worth like way more because the 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 user、mm. actually got the app in, installed. You know, like they they actually like have the app now.、Mm. Compared to like if some somebody just like clicked on it and they went to the website, but they they could have just not stayed. They could have just like left like、oh. if it was loading. You know? Right. Yeah. Wow. That's a big difference. Like、yeah. between like re- what you said, Reddit ads, Facebook ads, and stuff, where it's like、mm-hmm. per click. You know, you can't even you don't even know if it's a guarantee like、mm-hmm. sale. But like on App Store, he's saying it's twenty five cents per dollar、mm-hmm. if they install. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, that's, a, that's a that's a great. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. The I I feel like that's really good because from what I measure, yeah, I, <laughs> I try to measure the actual like. Um, rate of like converting on Reddit ads because the way I do that is that I、yeah. lead to a landing page just because Flutter web's like、right. loading is super slow. I don't want to have the person clicking on the ad、mm. and then just waiting for that load. So smart. You know, direct them to like landing page. <laughs> yeah, direct、yeah. them to the landing page. That loads really quickly. But then they still have to go to my Flutter app, right? So there's a call to action button, like start an Instaboard, and that directs to the Flutter app. And off of like, so usually like thirty or thirty or even less than thirty percent of the people who went to the landing page clicked on the call to action. You know, thirty percent,、mm. which is already pretty good, I feel like. But still, you know, you're losing so much. Like the funnel, you're already losing so much in that stage of the funnel. Yeah, yeah. And then just after、mm-hmm. that, a lot of people might just leave after they see that painful loading. So Flutter team, I、yeah. need this. I need the loading time to be shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that is a big deal. Yeah, thank you so much, Flutter. Well, but yeah, yeah, thank you. But、uh, <laughs> oh, sh- but yeah, that was a great convo. I don't know how long we've been going for, but I think we should wrap it up there.、Mm, yeah. But yeah, congrats on winning your. I know you came second, but I'm just gonna call it winning. Like I'm. Just gonna- <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. It's such、Here's、a successful.、Mine. thing. <laughs> And I think it's also a sign of a. Kind of successful, like entrepreneur slash engineer, which is that when you win ten thousand dollars like that, you reinvest in your business. Like you, you're not going out and buying yourself like a gold chain or like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you actually care about Instaboard. You know what I mean? Like it's not、That's、like a、true. oh I made money I'm done. It's like you want to continue <laughs> growing kind of thing. So you keep reinvesting. Yeah, yeah. Now that's amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah, guys, another great conversation. Came for Google I/O next week, so yes, come back next week. Everyone should stay tuned. I will also stay tuned for that, and then we'll have a podcast episode right after that, David. Right?、Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any last words you want to say before we sign off? That's <laughs> yeah. Just like keep believing in yourself, because I got like a lot of ex negative criticism from you know different sorts of people. In my entrepreneur like community, that people be like, oh, what is the difference between? You know, what is like, why do you do Instaboard? It's already so. There's already so many products out there, and blah、mm. blah blah. And I I feel like if you just keep working on your, I guess, keep pursuing what you believe in,、mm. you're gonna see results. Um,、mm. and if you, if you if you haven't seen results yet, it's because you haven't tried harder. You you should try harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Or, but but yeah. In, be encouraged. <laughs> yeah, that's some wise words. You know, that could be a good topic one day for a future episode. Like when you deal with criticism, people, you、yeah. know, talking about your your work and stuff. But yeah, we'll leave that for next week. David, have a good week, and everyone, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Yeah.